Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Podcast. Uh, great to have you guys on today as we uh, continue our journey through the New Testament and through the book of 1 Corinthians. We are we're finishing it up today. We are finishing it up today with uh, chapter 16. So let's do this. Short chapter, 24 verses, you know, a lot of it's conclusion and farewells. Um, but good stuff in here. We, we uh, definitely some good stuff you don't want to just breeze through. Good morning, Lois and John, DJ. Welcome, everybody. Carlos, good morning, bro. All right, Nona, good morning. Let's do it. We read, we pray, we change the world. We're going to read. See what God has to say to us today. Now about the collection for the Lord's people. Do what I told the Galatian churches to do. What was that? Well, here we go. Now, so see, it says people think, man, the offering, that's just some, that's some, some preacher made up. <laughs> some preacher. Some preacher just put that in the service. That ain't never, that ain't supposed to be in the service. We just supposed to sing and hear the Bible. Ain't that offering part of collection. That's just some, some preacher, some money hungry preacher put that in the service. No, that was always part of worship. Goes way back. Way back. Actually goes to Abraham who gave an offering to Melchizedek. Way back. Old Testament, Genesis. Abraham gave an offering to Melchizedek, priest. Uh, and here in, in the New Testament, now about the collection for the Lord's people, do what I told the Galatian churches to do. On the first day of the week, each one of you should set aside a sum of money in keeping with your income, saving it up so that when I come, so when I come, no collections will have to be made. So he's saying here, he's, he's talking about strategic, intentional, Proportionate giving consistently on the first day of the week, which is what? Sunday on the first day of the week. Each one should set aside a sum of money in keeping with their income percentage. Not we talked about this before. It's not about the not about the, the, the raw numbers, about the por the portion. First fruits. First 10 percent. So he says um, should set aside a sum of money in keeping with your income, saving it up. So that when I come, no collections will need to be made. Then when I arrive, I will give you letter. I will give letters of introduction to the men who approve, who men you approve, and send them with your gifts to Jerusalem. If it is advisable for me to go also, they will accompany me. So Paul's talking about a couple of things. Here he's talking about a special collection for Jerusalem. Um, and so there's the Jerusalem church was struggling at this time. There was a famine. Uh, there was a lot of poverty in the church in Jerusalem. And so he's uh, he's telling the uh, Corinthians, hey, you know, put a put a portion aside uh, for this special offering, for this special offering that's coming uh, that we will take to the 
the followers of Jesus in Jerusalem who are struggling. We're, uh, we're supposed to care for each other. We're supposed to look out for each other. You know, we do that. There's a hurricane somewhere, an earthquake. We do special offerings for people in need. It's not so different. Paul's calling on the church to care for those who are in uh, different parts of the world. Verse 5. After I go through Macedonia, I will come to you, for I will go uh, for I will be going through Macedonia. Perhaps I will stay with you for a while or even spend the winter so that you can help me on my journey wherever I go. For I do not want to see you now. <laughs> After all he told him, he probably don't want to see him now. <laughs> After all he had to say in the in the first 15 chapters, he, he probably don't want to see him. He said, but he's like, I don't even want to see you right now. <laughs> I don't even want to look at you right now. For I do not want to see you now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the proper inflection of that should be. I, I don't want to see you now. I don't want to see you now. I do not want to see you right now. I do not. I don't know. You can read however you want. But he says, for I don't want to see you right now and make only a passing visit. I don't want to just, I don't want to see you right now and just spend a few minutes. I want to spend some time with you because y'all got some serious issues. Um. Um, I hope to spend some time with you. If the Lord permits, it's all up to the Lord. Lord willing and the creeks don't rise. You know, you heard that. So may the, if the Lord permits. But I will stay on at Ephesus until Pentecost, which is what, um, you know, May, June-ish, Pentecost. Because a door for effective work has opened to me and there are many who oppose me. Ah, all right. So Paul's saying, look, I would love to come to see you, but God's sending me to Ephesus. I need to go to Ephesus. A door has been opened there for me to go share the gospel, to build the church, to reach follow to reach those who are reach those who are far from God. And so I got to take advantage of this door because there's a lot of people who oppose me. So when the door is open, I got to go. You know, we should always be looking for open doors, man. You know, I I, I think. Um, I think often it's not that the doors aren't open. We just aren't looking for them. We walk right past them. People who are looking for open doors, guess what they guess what happens? They find them. <laughs> people looking for open doors to, to lead people to Christ, to to to, to say something uh, that would move people closer to Jesus. People that are looking for doors for the gospel, guess what they do? They find them. They find them doors. Um First 10. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for being a part today. We're reading the Word of God, 1 Corinthians chapter 16. That's what we do. We dig in. We let the Lord speak. We don't know where it's going to go. Sometimes it goes right off the rails. You, you never know. And, you know, sometimes it takes us right to the throne room of God. You never know what's going to happen. That's always good. Verse 10. When Timothy comes... See to it that he has nothing to fear. He's scared, little fella. Remember, the Lord had to tell him. Paul had to, Paul had to tell him one time, Timothy, the spirit, the Lord doesn't give a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and sound mind. So when Timothy comes, see to it that he has nothing to fear. Okay, he's skittish. He got tummy, stomach problems. He got a little tummy ache sometimes. So when Timothy comes, make sure that he has nothing to fear. Take all the scary pictures down. 
You know, Corinthian Corinth is crazy. There's a lot there that can scare you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you got a lot happening. So when Timothy comes, make sure he has nothing to fear while he's with you, for he is carrying on the work of the Lord, just as I am. No one then should treat him with contempt. Be nice to him. Be nice to him. You know, you know, you got people like that. You got got somebody, you know, got friends that sometimes you're introducing a friend to some of your crazy friends. You're like, look, look, he ain't used to all this. Y'all be nice. He don't he don't get all that. It just be nice. Be take it easy on him till he gets to know what's going on. Y'all are you or you got a new uh you got a new uh you you, you know the, the kid got a got a new girlfriend or, or the daughter got a new boyfriend, gotta go meet the rest of the family, and you can tell the family, look. She's new, okay? She new around here. She don't know how crazy y'all are. She she ain't she ain't she ain't got no idea what she's about to step into. Y'all be nice. <laughs> and your crazy aunt's like, oh yeah, don't worry about that. We'll take good care of her. <laughs> she's like, oh Lord. <laughs> she ain't never gonna make it. <laughs> but that's what Paul doing. That's what Paul doing. Look, look Timothy's coming, he's a little skittish. Y'all be nice to him. Treat him like you treat me. No, no, in another way. Wait, never mind. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't treat him with contempt. Send him on his way in peace so that he may return to me. And I am expecting him along with the brothers. Verse 12. Now about our brother Apollos. Remember, Apollos is the good preacher. <laughs> Apollos is the really good preacher. And remember, the first part of 1 Corinthians, some were saying, I'm of Apollos. I'm of Paul. I'm of Peter. Now, Paul uh, mentions uh, Apollos. He says, now about our brother Apollos, I strongly urged him to go with you, uh, to go to you with the brothers. He was quite unwilling to go now, but he will go when he has the opportunity. He's like, I, he's like, I ain't trying to make y'all feel bad, but your brother said he can't fit you in right now. <laughs> I, ain't try, I ain't trying to say, I, I mean, take it, take it for what it is. Take it for what it is, but... I told Apollos that you guys might want to see him, but he said, I can't go right now. <laughs> I got a thing. You know, there's some people like that. It's like, hey, so-and-so wants to meet with you. Oh, yeah, but I'm busy. You ain't busy. Your calendar's wide open. I know, but I will be busy. I just know it. <laughs> not that ever. Not that, I'm not talking. It's not like a confession or nothing. I'm just, I'm just saying. It's, it's, it has happened. <laughs> Um, what next? What next? What next, guys? All right, verse 13. Be on your guard. So Paul's wrapping it up now, right? Here's concluding remarks after all that's kind of transpired over this whole letter. He's, he's going to wrap it up. He's putting a bow on it. Be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Remember, they live in a they're pagan culture, man. Corinth. Everything's opposing the gospel. So he's saying... You got to stand guard. Be on your guard. Stand firm. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. I love that word. That word, be, be courageous. Be brave. Literally, you know what it means? Be a man. Man up. I know that's not like gender inclusive or whatever, but I'm just telling you, that's, that's what's the root of the word courageous means. Be a man. Maybe there's some people in your life like, you need a man up, right? Like the word of God says. Word of God says that right there. Be courageous. Be a man. Man up. Get a job. <laughs> Stop crying. Stop whining. Stop making excuses. Everybody needs that sometimes. Mm -hmm. 
right? Everybody needs that sometimes. You just man up, stop crying, stop whining, get it in the gear. Own it. Let's go. Be strong. And look, verse 14, I like that. Do everything in love. What a, what, a, what a nice balance right there, right? Like we went out today, we're like on our guard, we stand firm. We take responsibility. We own the opportunities that God gives us. We look for open doors. But you know what else we do? We do everything in love. We do everything with love. Agape love. First Corinthians chapter 13. I'm preaching that on that this week. But do everything in love. Verse 15. You know that the household of Stephanus were the first converts in Achaia. How about that? And they have devoted themselves to the service of the Lord's people. I urge you, brothers and sisters, to submit to such people and to everyone who joins in the work and labors at it. I was glad when Stephanus, Fortunatus, and Achaicus arrived because they have supplied what was lacking from you. For they refreshed my spirit and yours also. Such men deserve recognition. So he's thinking about these people are awesome, man. They came to my, they, these three came and ministered to me. They added to, um, to what the Corinthians had done. He says, uh, they refreshed my spirit. Man, look, why don't we, uh, why don't we be those kind of people today? You know, I find myself sometimes looking for, uh, looking for other people to refresh my spirit. And, and I think God's been convicting me of that. Like, no, you need to be, you, why are you always looking for somebody to refresh your spirit? Why don't you be looking to refresh somebody else's spirit? Why don't you always got to be a taker, man? <laughs> I don't know if God speaks like that. That's how he speaks to me. You're like, you want to know? I don't know if God speaks. Yeah, he does. That's how God speaks to me. He talks, man, what you, he's like, man, why are you, t- why are you a taker, man? That's what God says to me. He talks to me. That's how he talks to me. Terry, man, stop being a taker, man. Stop trying trying to look for everybody to refresh you, man. Go refresh somebody. So, what if we went that way today? Like, you know what? I'm not going to be looking around. Who's going to refresh me? Who's going to encourage me? Who's going to tell me I'm awesome? Who's going to tell me I've got value? Who's going to tell me that I'm worth something? Look, I'm telling you right now, you're worth something. God loves you. You're valuable. He died for you. Now go refresh somebody else. Right? What if I go out today? I'm gonna refresh. I'm gonna refresh my kids. I'm gonna refresh my spouse. I'm gonna refresh someone that I encounter today. So yeah. Refresh somebody. Refresh somebody. Verse 19. The churches in the province of Asia send you greeting. Greetings. Greet greetings. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like grits. They send you grits. <laughs> I'm thinking about breakfast, people. I'm sorry. I'm already thinking about breakfast. I can't help it. Uh, <laughs> the faithful send you grits. Grits. <laughs> Can I have some butter on them grits? Mm, my mind doesn't went there, y'all. Anyway, anyway, I'm getting back to the word of God here. The churches in Providence of Asia send you greetings. 
Aquila and Priscilla, familiar names, those tent makers that uh, kind of took Paul under their wing. Aquila and Priscilla greet you warmly in the Lord, and so does the church that meets at their house. Mm, they mean they got they got the they got the church at their house. Notice that the church that the house ain't the church. The people of God are the church. There's a church that meets at your house. Who's the church of people? You know, this is the this is the church. This is the steeple. Open up the doors. There's all the people. You know, you know the little thing. Um, uh, verse 20. Oh, wait, wait, who are, where are we? We're verse 20. All the brothers and sisters here send you greetings. Greet one another with a holy kiss. That was pre-COVID. I'm telling you right now. Oh, we, we, we saw this before. That was pre-COVID. People ain't, meet, people ain't greeting each other with a holy kiss right now. Just a holy fist bump. Holy, uh, what up? Uh, point at you. I hit you. All right. What up? No holy kissing going on right now with the people, not even with the people of God right now. We don't need to be spending no coke. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. <clears throat> I'm just trying to read. I'm just trying to do what the Bible says. Come here, boy. <laughs> Fuck her up, boy. Come here. Just trying to do what Jesus told me to do. Oh, uh, no, you ain't. <laughs> oh, no, you ain't. No, uh-uh, not today you are. Mm-mm, back up. You don't have to wait to post code before you do start bringing that. And then I'm still not sure about it. I'm still not sure about it. <laughs> oh, man. I'm like a three. I'm a, I mean, sh- t- holy kiss, I'm just a three-pad hugger. You know what I'm saying? I'm a three-pad hugger. You you hug somebody, you give them three pads, and you go your separate ways. That's how, that's how I hug. You know, you give them a little hug, you give them doom, 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 and then you back out. You know what I'm saying? If you go more than three pats, you're getting crazy with it. <laughs> some people just, some people just, you know, they just like drape on you. They just want to drape on your hug. And I'm like, I don't do that, man. I don't, I don't know. That's that's about that's just a half a step from a holy kiss. <laughs> and I don't do that either. <laughs> oh my goodness! <sighs> Coffee's kicking in, people. That's how I am. I just do a three. I do. I'm a three pad hugger, man. Hug, boom, 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 boom. Done, done. Back away. Nobody, nobody gets hurt. Three for the Trinity: Father, Son, Holy Spirit. <laughs> just the way, just the way God wanted it. Holy Spirit hug. You hug him. You give him three pats, and you back out. You don't need no more than that. And you sure don't need no holy kiss post, you know, right in the middle of pandemic. <sighs> anyway, anyway. Verse 21. I, Paul, write this greeting in my own hand. Wow, look at that. He wrote it, wrote it himself. It was believed that Paul had bad eyesight. So he, you know, he wrote, uh, he wrote it with his own hand. Verse 22, if anyone does not love the Lord, let that person be cursed. Woo! What? Paul saying, love the Lord, man. Love the Lord. He said, man, don't want, if you don't love the Lord, I got time. Then this one, come, Lord. Maranatha. It's an Aramaic word. Maranatha, right there. 
1622, Maranatha. It's one of the oldest phrases in the Christian church. Maranatha, come Lord Jesus. How many times? We say that about five times a day, at least. Oh, come Lord Jesus. Kids acting crazy. Oh, Lord Jesus, come right now, please. You're in traffic. Somebody cut you. Oh, Maranatha, Lord Jesus, come right now. It's a prayer. Come Lord Jesus. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful prayer. Maranatha, come Lord Jesus. From the earliest days of the church, there's been a, a longing in the spirit, longing in the people of God through the spirit of God. A prayer, come Jesus, come Lord Jesus. Mm. Come through your Holy Spirit into this place, but also return, return. Come for your people. Come Lord Jesus. 23, the grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. I hope you hear that today. That's for you, man. That's for that's for each one of us. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. Every one of you part of this prayer this today. Lord, the grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. My love to all of you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Wow. Good word from uh, the concluding words of the letter to the Corinthians, the first letter to the Corinthians. Awesome. Awesome. A little word about giving, a little word about being courage, courageous, about manning up, a little word about giving honor and being refreshed and refreshing others, a little word about uh, Maranatha, come Lord Jesus. All right. Well, you know what we do? It's time to pray, y'all. Let's do it. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for uh, this journey through the book of Corinthians. You've taught us so much, Lord. You've stretched us. You've challenged us um, from reminding us not to follow people, but to follow you and to uh, maintain the unity of the body of Christ, to, um, to not be divided, but to uh, do everything in the most excellent way, which is through agape love. And Lord, today, through your word, you reminded us, Lord, to be um, to be those who refresh others. God, help us to be those kind of people that when people encounter us, they go away refreshed because not necessarily of things that we do, but because of the spirit of God in us. Lord, help us to do everything, as Paul said, help us to do everything in love. Um, God, help us to be courageous, to man up, as it were. Um, take responsibility, be accountable. Um, and to own uh, our situations and our circumstances and our decisions and our failures, Lord. Um, help us to own them and take responsibility, to be quick to forgive and to bring um, our, our sin, our failures to you for forgiveness. Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for my friends today, the chance to be together and to study and to read and to grow and to laugh and to, uh, to just have some fun together. Lord, I pray you would bless each one today, whatever special needs of encouragement and strength they need. Uh, may you grant it. Lord, those that are sick, and there are many that we know who are uh, battling um, various sicknesses, but uh, particularly still battling COVID. Um, Lord, thank you for um, medicine and science and wise people who can uh, counsel us in, in, 
and taking care of ourselves. So, Lord, I pray that we do that and do that wisely. Lord, I pray for healing and wholeness. Thank you that you've created these bodies. You know how they work better than anybody. So I pray for healing for those who are sick, for lungs to clear, for uh, congestion to break, for taste and smell to return, um, for wholeness and healing to, um, uh, to thrive in each and every person. Lord, we love you today and we give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you today. Thank you so much for being a part. Thank you for going through this journey through the book of 1 Corinthians. On tomorrow, we will begin 2 Corinthians. Um, so hope you'll jump on. Great day to jump on. Great day to get someone else involved because as we start a new book, um, so spread the word as we begin a, a new uh, journey tomorrow through 2 Corinthians. So hope you guys have a great day. Love you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.